simply say, as I've always said, and I will always. say as I've always said and I will always continue to say that riots are socially destructive and self-defeating. I'm still convinced that non-violence is the most potent weapon available to oppress people in their struggle for freedom and justice. I feel that violence will only create more social problems than they will solve, that in a real sense it is impractical for the Negro to even think of mounting a violent revolution in the United States. So I will continue to condemn riots and continue to say to my brothers and sisters that this is not the way, continue to affirm that there is another way but at the same time, it is as necessary for me to be as vigorous in condemning the conditions which cause persons to feel that they must engage in riotous activities as it is for me to condemn riots. I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met, and it has failed to hear that large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so in a real sense, our nation's summers of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. And as long as America postpones justice, we stand in the position of having these recurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute guarantors of riot prevention. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. Not sure what that was. It's okay. gone now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Wayne Show. I'm your host, Wayne Dupree. To my left, your right, Leah Bella from the snowy Pennsylvania. Yeah. And fresh out of the hair salon. To my far, to my farther left, your right, is the snowy uh, Cincinnati. You got some too, didn't you? Slushy. So okay. nasty, slushy, gonna freeze like nobody's business tonight. Stay off the roads if you can't drive. We have eight inches and we're getting another six. Yeah, we're getting another four to four to yeah. six down we here. Anymore. We get to, just gonna get cold and freeze. 
Right now, it's a lot of ice, though. Right now, it's a lot of ice. Um, as a matter of fact, I was looking at it before I came in here. So after I do the show, I'm going to have to take myself out there, even though we do have some youngsters in the house. I'm going to have to take myself out there and scrape up some of that ice. No, that's what the kids are for. That's why you have kids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you ask somebody something and... <sighs> it's never like doing it yourself. Because it could be half done. It could be ice. Yeah. It could be a row of ice right down the middle. That half done. Boy, that half done kills me. Don't it kill you? It's like... Can you can you take out the can you take out the trash? You know you left the trail all the way to the trash can. <sighs> or, or Emma will do something. Emma will do something, and she'll actually cause me more work after she's done with that chore. <laughs> Every time, I'm like, you just made more work for me. That wasn't the point of it. Every time. <laughs> you know, I have a vortex in the laundry room where we lose things in the laundry room. I don't know how it gets lost. I don't know where it goes, but that's the last place it's seen is the laundry. <laughs> there, there. I think I think uh, the climate changers of the world are are mad at my family because we waste so much water bottles. It is it's. <laughs> why can't you just drink all the water in a water bottle? Why does it always have to come down to a certain piece and? Then you Some, all over the house. Sometimes it did a little sip. And Just a little sip. They say it's backwash. That's why. Oh, and I won't touch it. <laughs> yeah, they say the majority on the bottom, like at the inch is backwash. You don't know what he's put in that box. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> all right. Um, welcome to the show. Those watching on RT, our international audience, thank you so much for tuning in. Those watching on D Live, I made sure that is working. Those watching on Cloud Hub, uh, those let's see, I can't let's see. I know, I know we got some more. Okay, Trish, we're gonna start the show. Trish is getting real upset. She's like, "Come on, Rock all right, Trish, we're, we're doing it." Hold on, Trish. Just before we do this, D Live, I just want to say I love D Live. Yeah. Because when I get out of the website. Mm -hmm. The video is a little box that I can move around yep, on, my on your phone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But I think you can do that for anything now on the iPhone. No, but not the YouTube's. YouTube's is so angry. Try Unless you put it in desktop mode, then it'll let you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. okay. I'm but I don't like YouTube. doing that. Yeah, I'm boycotting YouTube's. I can Right now, this show <laughs> is being sponsored by My Pillow. My Pillow. Uh, we're uh, Mr. Mike Lindell, right? Yes. Oh, I like the graphics here. Look, see the guy's hiding maybe some sheets. She's got some pillows there for him. Mm -hmm. I'm just pretending, but yeah, that's oh, cool. Okay. I'm like, what is she looking at? <laughs> <laughs> the silhouettes. Uh, buy one, get one free on the uh, towel set. Buy one, get one free on the Giza sheets. Don't forget, code word is Wayne. It's in red for Valentine's Day down there. That's right. Okay. We are being suppressed, so make sure that you share um what's her name trish yeah trish what yep she likes the show she loves the show so okay make sure you're sharing trish share trish yep that's right um 
Okay, let's let's go. Uh, breaking news: President Trump over the weekend. We the media tried to make a whole lot of about it. Um, honestly, if <laughs> the media tried to make a whole lot about it, and if I was in Trump's shoes, I would be a little bit worried myself. But this is President Trump, so I'm not President Trump. I'm not. But if you're gonna lose all your lawyers and stuff before it's before the stroke of twelve, you know, I'm wondering what's going on. But he's been in this situation before, um, you know, so he knows what he's doing. Honestly, I think President Trump should be able to speak. I think he should be his own witness. And why not? You were the one that gave, he was the one that gave the speech. He can say what he said and what he didn't. And, and tell, well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Right. Uh, under oath. I testify under oath. Yes. I didn't say that, 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 and that. So right. what you're accusing me of is a flat out lie. Here's the video footage. Y'all bunch of liars, Adam. Yeah, Schiff, I think Schiff, Nancy Pelosi. All y'all can take it and stick it. I think he should bring his big, huge video. Uh, remember this big, huge football-filled stadium video screens he had? Yeah, why not? And then he could just blast it and say, here's exactly what I said. Yeah. I mean, if there's – that way nobody is messing up or or, uh, nothing is lost in translation of what President Trump was saying there on on that day. Uh, But you would have to think that, like I said last week, the Dems are stupid. They are. They're, they're stupid because they don't realize that he's not going to get convicted. Now, they're trying to make it so that President Trump won't run again. But basically what they're doing is they're giving him that open to run again because he beat the first one and he's going to beat this one. So those are two calling cards that that are going to be on the on the roll for him in, in 2024. They tried to impeach me twice. They lost twice. Let's go, people. Uh, yeah. I love his silence right now, though, to the yeah. fact that Bill Maher even had to bring it up. Uh, his silence has been deafening. I'm talking about Trump's, and I love it. The media has no idea what to do. They, they're they obsessed with talking about him so much, but there's not much to say whenever he's not talking. And he said one, one sentence this weekend, and that was, we're not done yet, or it's only just begun, something like that. And they went crazy. Yeah, they made a TikTok, and it's gone crazy. It's gone viral, where uh, CNN is uh, talking, and talking, and says, oh, I'm glad Trump's gone. Oh, I'm glad Trump's gone, too. Oh, oh I saw I'm that. Gone. I'm glad Trump's gone. Like, hmm. hey, what do you think Trump's talking about right now? What <laughs> yeah. do you think he's doing? <laughs> like, yeah, he lives rent-free at y'all's head. Yes, he does. Yes, idiot. he does. <laughs> I love it. Did I say, okay. Did I say he wasn't, I said he wasn't going to be convicted, right? Correct. Okay. All right. I didn't want to say he was going to be convicted. He's going to be acquitted. So two times acquitted, you can't beat that. Um, It only shows that's how bad the other side is that they didn't have everything straight uh, when they went to the table. So, I mean, I, 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 again, um, and I think it would be a sympathetic move too, because 
over the past four years, you've seen the media, the Democrats, the never Trumpers, uh, you've seen everybody pile on against Donald Trump. So when he's on the witness stand and he's answering those questions, and you know that they're going to be disrespectful to him, it would show, I mean, it would also have a sympathetic blend to uh, his his cause too. So again, the Dems are stupid. They they <laughs> and they kind of put it in the perspective. They're backing themselves into a trouble. I mean, um, they're backing they're backing themselves into a whole heap of trouble. Right. For those liberals or Democrats that are watching the show, hey, you know what's good for the goose, good for gander. I understand. If a president needs or deserves to be impeached, which dial it back, what they did to Bill Clinton, you know, I don't agree with that. And you know, it is what it is. But um, if a president does something worthy of impeachment, all right, go ahead. But you ain't got nothing. Yeah. You got zero. You had zero last time with a perfectly good call. You got zero this time. It's well, the, the hate and the anger that y'all have for this man. And then he can always say, but I'm just copying what the Democrats have been doing. <laughs> Maxine Waters, Nance Pelosi. All those people, Steny Hoyer, I'm just copying their rhetoric. They are the ones that have been putting out rhetoric the whole time. Um, and if anybody, I mean, I was thinking about this over the weekend with uh, Maxine Waters coming out and saying, well, she said, get in the face and, and, and wherever they are, they did. They got in the face. They went to the restaurants, they on the jobs, they followed Mitch McConnell to his house. I don't care about Mitch McConnell, but they followed him to his house. Uh, you know, they did all these things to the Republican side. So well, mean, they actually took Maxine's uh, statement and changed it to Democrats. And some of them didn't realize that Maxine said that on Twitter. And mm. Democrats flipped out and was like, how can they say this to get into our faces? This is inciting violence. And it was actually Maxine's quote, but Oops. replaced it with Democrats. <laughs> And it's beautiful when you got a man on the street when they, when they do that and they go, hey, I'm going to go down all these. You guess if this Joe Biden or Trump, you guess if this Republican or Democrat. And they go down all the list of all the lies, all the rhetoric, all the hate and all the anger. And they get it wrong. The kids, they get it wrong every time because it's the party that you're on is the ones that have you gaslit into believing that they're good. Right is wrong and wrong is right. And I, I hate to say it. Everything on the Democrat side, you guys battle it. It's all wrong. He, um, uh, Joe Biden can stop it if he wanted to. He, does, he doesn't want to stop it. He doesn't want to stop the trial again. Uh, it makes him look weak. Um, it makes him, well, he, it, it continues to make him look weak. Um, and with Schumer, fighting AOC of late, or AOC is becoming a, a, a lot more boisterous lately. Uh, some people think that she's trying to run for the Senate uh, to, uh, to, to, um, to beat out Schumer, but I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if she wants to move up. I don't know whether she wants to move up that quick. I think Joe Biden could really make a difference, believe it or not, if he would speak up and stop the impeachment trial and say, hey, this is 
too divisive right now. We can't do this. We're getting ready for a really bad because it's coming, whether you like to admit it or not. The UK strain is going to be the predominant strain of COVID here within the next two months, and it's going to hit us hard. And instead, they're focusing on a phony impeachment trial again, just like they did at the beginning of COVID. If Joe was smart, he would play his game right and say, hey, this is I don't want to focus on this. I get it, Democrats, but slow your roll, chill out. Because honestly, the Democrats look just like rabid dogs at this point to go after Trump. So if Joe really wanted to prove to the other side that didn't vote for him that he wants unity, he would stop this trial. But he won't because he has no spine and he's being controlled by, of course, other people. What's yes. up with these, um, these, uh, the, <clears throat> they used to do it during the campaign and they're doing it right now. Uh, when, put lid, lid. What's lid up on these it? lids? You know, I never knew anything about lids until. <laughs> old, old Tupperware. Biden, you know? <laughs> She's at Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. Seal it tight. Don't let it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you look at that, and I was going to mention this, if you look at some of the video footage, um, it's all over social media. It's pretty horrendous. Uh, his decline here in the past, yeah. what, six months and now in the past couple of weeks. Uh, poor boy. However, I, I don't, I, I'll feel sympathy for the guy because uh, he, he, for 47 years, this is what you got to pay back. Mm -hmm. You got to pay the piper. Mm -hmm. You did what you did for 47 years. And now you owe. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Give it up. You know, uh, I'm not taking up for Joe. I'm, I'm not taking up for Joe on this case, but you, you have to think <laughs> that Democrat voters have got got to be a sandwich short of a picnic when <laughs> it comes to. The two thousand dollars stimulus checks. You got six hundred. Another fourteen hundred equals two thousand. Uh, can, can I make a comment about that, y'all? For those of y'all who haven't filed your taxes yet, I did mine over the weekend. Uh oh, there's a question. They asked if you got the stimulus check, and they asked if you got the second one. And you'd be really? like, well, why would they be asking if I got stimulus checks? That don't make no, never mind. Oh, on contraire, mon frere, for all of you that's French. It goes, into your earned, <laughs> it goes into your earned income, doesn't it? What happens is all those credits that you got the year before, the stimulus check takes a bite out of yeah. those credits that you would have got yeah. this year. They're going to get theirs. I'm just saying the house always wins. And the house wins. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna hit. I think it was about about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars I was taking. Yeah, they took from me about almost yeah. two grand, just under two grand. Wow. In, in credits that I should have gotten for the children, for the mm -hmm. wife, for all the taxes I paid in and stuff. Gotta give it back. Wow. <laughs> but 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 they all voted themselves at a fifty thousand dollar bonus. You know what? The first time round. You know what? Don't forget Nancy Pelosi got that Tesla money too, so she's That's rolling right. in it. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. oh. I mean, that's some sick. That's sick. That's oh. insider training. Oh. The next day he signs it. Oh come on. <laughs> Thanks, Paul.
Uh, yeah, no, that's sick. Nancy Pelosi, I'm telling you, I, I don't care. I have never met somebody more evil. I think she is the most dangerous woman other than AOC. AOC will be the next dangerous woman. But Pelosi, the most dangerous woman in the United States. Seriously. Right. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. <sighs> How dangerous is that? that she, She's like third in line still. Third you know, still. I forgot about that until you just said that. But it's yeah, you're right. In line. <laughs> oh I mean, we're just teetering on the brink of, of something so tragic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting us know. Thank you for letting everybody know about your tax situation again. For all those that are just joining again quickly, let them know about it again. There, when you go ahead and you file your taxes this year round for last year, they will ask you if you got the first stimulus check, which, yes, I did. Did you get it for you, your spouse, and your children? Oh, yes, I did. And it also says how much you should have gotten and the max. So don't go lying because they know what you should have got. So I took, yep, I sure did. And then they said, did you get the second round? And this is how much you should have got. I said, damn it, yes, I did. And they said, oh, okay. Now your tax credits will be deducted for stimulus money that you got. And this through H and R Block, so it's not like I, you know, I, I didn't make right. You didn't up. Run, right. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it's going to come get you. So for those of you waiting for your two thousand dollars, you ain't gonna get two grand. You're gonna get your fourteen hundred. But then follow your taxes and see how that plays out. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So you know what you know what this reminds me of it it reminds me of the stimulus that Barack Obama did one um, did one and the the example of how Washington works because everybody should know by now that Washington doesn't make like Washington D.C. they don't make money they take your money they take it you know the um, um, the massive tax um, increases that are that are coming they're taken from you for for them. So they can do whatever they want to have. But somebody explained it a long time ago what um, lawmakers do. And they really think that it's the right thing to do. But Americans really don't think about it. What Brian just said is Congress, I say that you're walking to a lake. You're on one side. Congress is on the other with a pen. Well, actually, you and Congress are on the same side. Uh, Congress takes a bucket, dips in the water, yeah. puts water in your bucket. <laughs> okay? Right, right. And then uh, says, okay, here is what you have. Now go ahead and spend it in the water we just gave you so we can stimulate everything. And then all you're doing is pouring the money right back into the... It's... it's, mm -hmm. it's don't forget that they take a tax from that money, though, too. And then they make, then you have to pay a tax for that water that you're dumping back into. Exactly. Now, you just littered. So now give us a certain percentage of it, right. you know. And then if you fall and you die in the water, then your kids have to pay the death tax on that water that they just dumped in. The lunacy of Nancy Pelosi and, and, and the Democrats, the lunacy, she's on record, on video saying that we've got to stimulate the economy and the way to do it is with unemployment checks. No. Who said what? that? 
Who said Nancy. that? Oh, she's Nancy Pelosi? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. God and then speaking of the Obama uh, stimulus, the $8 billion stimulus, something that I don't want anybody to forget, mm-hmm. that $8 billion stimulus made it into the budget and gets funded every single year. Every year. Yeah, they um play games. So if you're another country that gets all this money from our stimulus, right? Because yeah. we get money. Would you want us to get better with COVID or would you want us to keep dying from COVID? You'd want us to keep dying from COVID, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Stab, stab that so, monster. Get rid of just take, yeah. take the life so, out of it. Rip it apart. So yeah. the more we are ill with COVID, the more money countries get paid. Yeah. I mean, so how can they root for us? They well, they are they, they're rooting for us to keep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they get more money. Wow. This is all just becoming a little too sick for me. Oh, man. Well, um, again, <clears throat> yeah. Um, going back to this uh, $2,000 thing. Yeah, y'all can go after me if you want to. I mean, if y'all want to say Biden lied, you can, but. I think what they meant was they want to give you the other half of the $600 stimulus thing to equal $2,000. I don't think that they were going to just jump right out and give you another $2,000 on top of $600 because we ain't got money like that. We we never had. We I mean and yeah, I know the politician can can uh can um uh, uh promise you all they want to, but they ain't got it and that's why they're telling you it, but <laughs> we can't give you $2,000. So, you know, we make it 1400 1400 and 600 is $2,000. Because if we gave you an extra six, uh, $600, an extra 600 to make it even two grand, then the billion dollars that we're sending to yeah. foreign countries, we can't give it to them. And then, and then like, the money and- now that we're giving to uh, the Paris Climate Accord that we, we're going to pay in the rears too. We're going to make up all the money that we didn't pay under Trump for the Paris mm-hmm. Climate Accord. Mm-hmm. We're going to make up all the money for that we need for the Green New Deal, which is going to wreck it all. Uh, by the way, you welders, y'all making $35, $45, $50 an hour, you welding pipe, pipe fitters? Go to hell! Go get you. Stand in line and get you. Yeah, my cousin's a pipe fitter. Yeah. My cousin's a pipe fitter, and I'll tell you, it's heartbreaking yes. to do this. But you know, it's sick because they're like, "Here's your fourteen hundred dollars. I don't know. Go gamble it on the stock market. Then you go do that and you win. And then they're like, well, I mean, now we're going to put regulations on it. They don't want us to down. win. They got to keep us down. <laughs> they got to keep us down. It's it's really just it's an absolute crap show, is what this is. <laughs> The curtain, the curtain has been opened, and yeah. we're staring right at the little man behind the curtain, and it's uh, it's all real. it's all a joke back in the back. <laughs> What's up? What are you laughing about? Tell us. You go share, share with uh, the people. What did you What did y'all notice over the weekend? Anything? Well. I, I noticed that uh, I noticed that the kids behind the computers in the basement started playing games. Started I noticed goofing off with uh, silver. People, I noticed a lot of people bought silver over the weekend. I noticed Trump was extra quiet over the weekend. I saw AOC went on Twitch and she was just as unhinged than ever. So cool across the. I did across not the see. Pond. 
I did not see Jen sack of potatoes out at all, and I did not see Joe Biden. Mr. She's Tupperware. live right now, by the way. Just oh, case you didn't know. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Man. <laughs> I got the notification when we went live, and I was waiting. We when we came on, we like five ten after. Boop! I got notification. Jen, Jen potato sack is live at the White House. Okay. Well, <sighs> Jen potatoes. Uh, Jared Kushner, Jared Kushner has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, for crap's sake, is it for um, real? Um, Alan Dershowitz, Alan is a liberal and a, and a, and a Jew, and I and a Jew. Who else got no? Know- I mean, it, Jared's Jewish, right? His family, and his dad, and the wretched things they've done in the background. Just- Stacey Abrams was nominated too. <laughs> oh, no, for what? What? <laughs> what? What's it have to do with? Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I was gonna say something mean. Why don't we just? Hard. Was she really nominated? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was Black Lives Matter, right? BLM. Black Lives Matter too, yeah. Oh, I did see that. Well, why don't we just nominate COVID for a Nobel Peace Prize? Because that was just about as peaceful as those other two that you just mentioned. I COVID more peaceful. It made then, everybody then, stay inside. That's true. <laughs> that is true. COVID's more peaceful. COVID should get the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. <laughs> It made everybody shut up. They all had to wear a mask. I keep it. It's, almost, it's true. It's almost like after Barack got it, you just give it it, give it to anybody. Well, he even asked. Obama said, "Hey, what, what am I getting this?" For? I know. And yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And and he could have turned it down. He could have been like, "Now, nah, you know what? We really haven't did anything." But that ego, man, that ego, and you know, yeah, I. I gotta have it on my wall. Which my notches. Don't my, get me started apple. on him. I don't want to go off on him today. I'm feeling real. <laughs> gonna keep my mouth shut on him today. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. We don't need. We got too many demons to battle right now. Yeah. And dig up some old ones in the closet. He's the biggest one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she just got nominated. Most decisive um, should be nominated for most decisive not not elected. Then she failed. She a two time loser. One time. One time loser. Okay. Well, she. I, well, you, I mean, according to her, she's still governor. Uh, right. She failed yeah. forward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the time change. Yeah, she's uh. Bring ahead. She's queen queen without a kingdom, right now. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Jared Kushner and um, Jared Kushner, who I wouldn't want to get an apartment from, and yeah, <laughs> Stacey Abrams. <laughs> sorry, people. Do what I, was that? Actually, I'm not. I'm sorry for the people that got their apartment. But what's that documentary? It was on Netflix. I can tell you, I bet BLM wins it. Mm-hmm. They better because if not, and he wins it, it'll be racism. Racism. Look, the Jewish people are holding us down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Zionists. Oh, y'all Zionists. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that word. That word will come out. Zionism. Zionists. 
I haven't heard that in a long time. Where's the Zionism? As of tonight, <clears throat> on all public transportation across the United States, <sighs> a mask is required. Okay. Just one, or are we doubling down? I don't know. <laughs> you well, know, at the craps table, you or the, well, yeah, the double down. Table, right. I get two aces. I'm gonna double down. You can double down <laughs> with two aces. But you know, here's the problem. Fauci said last week to wear two masks, or he said the two masks would probably be better. Now this week he came out and said there's no scientific evidence to block that. Somebody needs to shut him up. Seriously, Fauci. I don't know if he is getting dementia or if he's just. Uh, Fauci is so old school and stuck in his old ways that he has no idea how to combat a pandemic that he's never been faced with. And I think that smallpox and Ebola were a drop in a bucket compared to COVID. He just doesn't know. And I wish that he would just come out. Someone like his family needs to get together and just have this awakening with him that says, look, you don't know what you're saying, Fauci. You don't know what you're doing. Get off the stage because he's really hurting us more than he is helping us. I'm going to be honest with you. He is. Gov government employee that has been in, <laughs> in office for 37 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like um, on on um on D Live, and I hope y'all are watching on either D Live or Cloud Hub or um uh, Rockfin. Um Break Inspector said, Hell, why not nominate Fauci and Gates while we're at it for the mm -hmm. Nobel Peace Prize? George Soros, too. But honestly, I think if we took Fauci out and put someone else in, you might see both sides actually start trusting some type of news. They need somebody in there different. I mean, Fauci is just making this more dangerous than what he should be. And you got both sides on social media ripping on Fauci. I saw Democrats putting up videos about mm -hmm. how he double speak. He's a liar. He's a liar. And yeah, he does. Here's the video where he's double speaking. He's a liar. He's a liar. Yeah, well, yeah he, he needs to get out of there. He's too old. He just doesn't understand it. Uh, you know, he tries to talk, talk this jargon. He thinks he's cool. He's trying to stay up with political culture. Um, I'm sorry, not I'm saying popular culture. And he's just not getting it. There's there's a disconnect between Fauci and the pandemic. There truly is. And I think there's a direct reflection in, how, in our death toll and where we should wear masks and where we shouldn't. He needs to go. And I'm not just saying that because I hate him, because I do. But if he I'm, leaves, we all get a tax break. <laughs> <laughs> you know, How does one make that much money as a government employee? Someone else needs to come in. The Associated Press and the Washington Washington Post. You probably marked this down, I guess, but they are they're not siding with Joe on um, the climate agenda on replacement jobs BS uh, because they're saying that. Uh, they're saying that jobs are going to be killed with this climate. I think. And we've already seen it with the pipeline. The pipeline situation, again, you don't get rid of people's jobs and then say, well, we got jobs coming. That's ass backwards. You, that, you, who, who does that? You fire somebody and then tell them, well, that's okay. Don't worry about it. We got other jobs down the road. Other jobs. It's coming. It's coming. And those jobs never come. Shovel ready, anybody? And, and when you think about it, the president doesn't create jobs. No. We, we try to explain this through Donald Trump's era, and, and, and now we have it on full display. Donald Trump created a field uh, uh, the, the, where people could play, if you will. The businesses could thrive, could play, could, could move forward, opening up the pipeline. All of a sudden, businesses start hiring. Well, 
we've got a president now who's going to close the field. And now what, what companies got to do? Well, they got to close up shop. Now there ain't no jobs. It, it's sick to me because Joe says that his father would come home after being laid off from his job, remember? Joe's own dad was laid off. So shouldn't he have empathy for those that are laid off? He should. I mean, he grew up traumatized. He talks about the post-traumatic stress he had because his father was laid off and they had to eat, you know, government cheese, so on and so forth. And he said he didn't want to be that type of president. He wanted to be for the people. But he's doing the exact same thing that he did to his father. Wait a minute. It's sick. Wait a minute. <laughs> Biden said he He said something like they had no food and they had to get food from somewhere because they were bro. Oh, I know. He's a complete liar. Probably got it from Corn Pop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Corn Pop was bad too. Dude, remember when somebody touched his legs and his hair went up on his legs? That was the worst. I can't believe our president. I had to replay that. I almost president did. out there. So, I didn't think it was real either. I thought it was a joke. Right. So insane. It's like bad lip reading. Right. Try and tell me. <laughs> try and tell me he didn't eat. Look, just 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 because he didn't have no Chateaubriand on <laughs> on a weekend is not eating. Uh, you know, and doesn't constitute poorness. You know, hey, hey, hey mom, had his... some mustard? No, but we got great football. Yeah, great football. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, he probably didn't have scrambled eggs, but I'm I'm sure he has some steak tartare somewhere around. <laughs> Jesus, man, these rich people. Why do we got to get scrambled eggs? Why can't we have them poached like we did uh, at the? <laughs> <laughs> you ever have a poached egg? I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like runny, I don't like runny eggs. I There's don't. something about the texture that just ain't ain't right. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it solid. Like Cooked. It. Right. <laughs> if I ever have a sundowner? If I cut that thing open, oh, I don't no. want chirp, 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 chirp. Hmm. Uh, no. egg, eggs over easy or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Scrambled down or isn't that a drink? Scrambled or omelet, either one. I don't care. Leah, what? In the sun is a sundowner? Is it a drink like a Bloody no. Mary or something? Nope. I want everybody to Google what a sundowner is when, after the show. Ooh. Take a look at what a sundowner is. Okay, I don't. Want you can only that. drink them when you can only eat them after a major major drink fest or you're hungover. That's when you have your sundowner. We were just talking about um we were just talking about the trial or how President Trump should uh be a witness for his own trial. Rob Portman is out of Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. Bastard, yeah. You voted this or? week to dismiss the trial as unconstitutional since Donald Trump is no longer in office. I know you've said before I go forward with this. <laughs> Before I go forward this, because I don't think a, a lot of us on our side have been correcting the media, because the media has been saying that the Republicans voted to dismiss the trial, and they did not. Okay? They did not vote to dismiss the trial, because it makes it look like the Republicans are... Hiding something. Trying to skirt the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're, 
that's not what they did. And Rob Portman is going to explain what they did to correct. But I want you to watch what the CNN host, Dana, Dana, whatever her name is. Did you know she used to be married to um, uh, the other guy over there at CNN? Oh, of course. They're all connected. Uh, the guy that usually hangs out with Wolf. Oh, Blitzer? What hangs out no. Blitzer? I don't know his name, but I I, I can see his face. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's a goofy looking guy, like a potato head. Big, big burly type of guy. <laughs> type of thing. She used to be married to him. Okay, um, but Portman explains it. Watch what she does as he tries to correct the record. You voted this week to dismiss the trial as unconstitutional since Donald Trump is no longer in office. I know you've said you're going to keep an open mind as a juror, but setting aside questions of timing or constitutionality, do you consider Trump's actions leading up to and on January 6th to be impeachable conduct, yes or no? Yeah, first of all, Dana, that was not Dana, that, that was not the vote. I mean, the vote was to table a discussion about the constitutionality. Right. And so, I said so, from the separate, start, I so separate. So separate from that. that. Has to be discussed. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that so aside, that was, but that, I want to focus. The vote, the vote was the vote was not about dismissing the trial. It was about not discussing the constitutionality. Okay. Is, a, is a critical issue. I have said with regard to the president's comments that day that they were partly responsible for what happened, for the horrible violence that occurred on Capitol Hill. I've also said, you know, that that. that what he did was 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 wrong and, and inexcusable. I've used the word inexcusable because I think that's that's how I feel. So I mean, we'll see. I'm a, I'm a juror. I'm going to keep an open mind as we go through this. Uh, but I do think that this constitutionality issue has to be addressed. I mean, we would be convicting a private citizen, as you know, someone who's out of office. That sets a, a, a precedent. And I think all former presidents, yeah. <laughs> those alive and those and those not. Uh, uh, could could be affected in a negative way. But if you don't vote yes, that, aren't you excusing that... it? You say it's inexcusable. If you don't vote yes, one could argue that you are doing just that. You are excusing the behavior. Well, it can be inexcusable and yet not be uh, subject to a conviction after a president has left office. If you look at the Constitution, and there aren't that many words about impeachment, so it's easy to do, and I encourage your viewers to do so. It's always connected with removal from office. And this is why the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court uh, refuses to come and preside over this trial, as he did in the last one, because he says, as he looks at the Constitution, he only comes when it's about removal, uh, which is, you know, what impeachment calls for. So I think it's a question we have to discuss, and we have to, you know, come up with a precedent for the future. Okay, so uh, I'm sure you've seen the news that CNN broke last night. All five members of former President Trump's impeachment team quit. And there's just a week until this trial begins. CNN's reporting is that they left amid a disagreement over strategy because Trump wanted them to argue the election was stolen. What does that say to you about the former president, that he's still trying to perpetuate the lie, the very lie that led to the insurrection in the first place? Well, let, let, let me just say clearly, and I've said this, as you know, since November, uh, which is that there was not adequate irregularities uh, or fraud not widespread enough to change the result of the election, period. That's my view. It's the view, by the way, of the Trump Department, of the Trump Justice Department. Uh, Bill Barr said that before uh, he left off. That's your That's what. That's why he's quitting, because <laughs> he's a loser and he's a piece of garbage. He is garbage. We never liked you. <laughs> and I don't know how you continue to get reelected other than just your name, but wow, what a loser you are.
And I'd wow. suggest everybody needs to start doing research on candidates. I know that you're busy, you've got work, you've got kids, but don't go to the voting booth and just vote for, you know, just because your neighbor said, oh, that guy's a jerk, or I heard this guy did that. Start to really look into these people, because I'll tell you, look what happened out in Wyoming with that chick. Liz Cheney, is it? I mean, wow. She will never be voted back in for anything, ever. But you should have done your homework prior to that. Also, that uh, Thomas guy that's in the chat room, don't listen to him. He's saying give away $5,000, Mike Toms. Um, you are getting kicked off. So, yeah. Because I'm sick he should of be gone. He okay. should be gone already. Okay. So, so if you're going to act a fool, you're getting kicked off. Peter Schweitzer wrote a book called Secret Empires. And it, it detailed people like Mitch McConnell, John McCain, uh, Democrats, o o Obama, uh, Pelosi, uh, the Clintons, and, and it detailed how they all got filthy, filthy rich. Big names that you all have heard before. And and there's one at the end of the book that most people do, probably don't even know who he is. His name, is, is his last name's Brown. And he is Sherrod Brown from Ohio. Him. He's an Ohio senator. Yeah, yeah I remember and he's as dirty as the day is long. You guys vote for Republican governor and a Republican piece of garbage, Rob Portman, but you, you a Democrat, Sherrod Brown? Come on, man, there's something rigged with the system because he's as dirty as all of them. Yeah, Sherrod Brown. I think um, uh, Andrew Breitbart had, had this thing with Sherrod Brown. Oh, they're all back in seven ways to Kevin Bacon. Maybe not. No, not to Bacon, man. <laughs> Somebody brought up Adam King, King Zinger, King Zinger. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether you've been watching him lately, but um, he's he's uh, he's trying to fix some stuff in the Republican Party. Check him out. You know, when we originally booked you, you weren't going to be alone. Uh, in this segment, it, you were going to be joined by a, a couple of other folks who also voted to impeach on the Republican side of the aisle. Uh, explain how hard this is uh, to do, to be as public facing as you are. You, you've been taking arrows a little bit longer than the rest. So I think you're, you've got a thicker, thicker armor these days. But explain this difficulty uh, that some of your colleagues are in. Look, it's really difficult. I mean, all of a sudden, imagine everybody that supported you or so it seems that way, your friends, your family, uh, has turned against you. They think you're selling out. I mean, I've gotten a letter, a certified letter twice from the same people disowning me and claiming I'm possessed by the devil. Uh, but the reality is this. This is a time to choose. It's a time to choose what we're going to be in. And, and my goal in launching countryfirst.com with the number one is just to say, look, let's take a look at the last four years, how, how far we have come in a bad way, how backwards looking we are, how, how much we peddle darkness and division. And that's not the party I ever signed up for. And I think most Republicans didn't sign up for that. So you know what? Quite Yes, it's a tough position to be in, but it's really invigorating to remember what you're standing for and to talk about putting the country over party. Hey, thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Follow today's top stories and breaking news by downloading the NBC News app. Sorry, Garbage. sorry about that. Um, Kinzinger thinks that the uh, thinks that MAGA pushes or they shovel in conspiracies and lies, and it's hurt the Republican Party. I'll tell you what's hurt the Republican Party. 
y'all bunch of sons of guns that ain't part of the party. But doesn't CNN do the same thing on their side? Hmm? CNN does the same thing on their side. Well, but it helps them. Kinzinger, Kinzinger is a Republican, by the way. Right. So I just think MAGA gets a bad rap, but yet CNN can peddle all kinds of lies and MSNBC can do the same thing. And then they don't, they don't even get a slap on the wrist for it. Honestly, I mean, if you want my honest opinion, Q and CNN and MSNBC are all this are all one of the same to me. They're all just as dangerous. They've all just brainwashed you the exact same way. It's just Q is like the Aldi's Walmart version of the CNN brainwashing version. Okay. So one's just the off brand version that makes it look really ugly and scary and is out there, you know, in a generic way where CNN's doing it this fancy, uh, studious way, I guess you could put it of brainwashing you. I think they're all one of the same. Sit down and watch CNN for eight hours. No. And you will agree with me. No. no. I think to, to be, to, to be honest, there's a lot of, like we said, there's been a whole lot of misinformation going across the airwaves. There's been a whole lot of misinformation on um, social media, and a lot of people are getting paid for it. Well, I mean, when you have a huge Q-tip and you're talking to your brother who killed like 90% of nursing homes in New York City, and you're joking around about how big his nose is, and you're not bringing up the fact what happened, and now we're finding out what is going on in New York City you know, Como may have to step down because of this. You know, mom always okay? liked you better. Mom, so mom I always liked not, you better. I, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they do. This this little three-ring circus that they had going on there for a couple weeks, talking and laughing. And then you, I went on CNN just, just for fun, just to see if it was there. Not a single headline talked about Como and the no, death rate. No, in no, no, no. Now, that's just as dangerous as Q. If you're not letting your listeners know and understand the whole truth, then what really is it? You cannot keep these many people in the dark about these issues. At some point, it comes out. It's very dangerous what they're doing. That's what. <laughs> if I watch CNN all day, I'd need to be committed. Hey, you're right. There ain't no lie about that. Uh, mm -hmm. so, right. Even listening to old girl, uh, whatever she was saying to to uh, to Portman. It's, it's the lie that she spews out there as if it is a fact, a fact that, that something happened. Like, like they'll spit it out. They'll be like, so, uh, Rob Portman, we've had the aliens land here in America. And they've offered up all kinds of money and uh, want to become president. So uh, what are your feelings on the aliens becoming president of the United States? Russiagate well, that was never happened. I agree, hundred percent. And Russiagate was no different than uh, Q saying TikTok, TikTok. I'm telling you, the Russiagate thing. If you told me that Q created that, I would say, yeah, I believe you, because it's all one of the same. It just CNN's very dangerous, MSNBC is very dangerous, and like I said, uh, I think on Thursday night show on Censor, it is the unholy trinity when you have big tech, big government, and big media, and that's where we're at right now. The unholy trinity. And when you ask me what's the solution, I don't know where to start because it is so deep. It is so rooted deep into this country. It's that dangerous. Yeah, and when you start to see the branches of the tree of people in media that are married to the government officials and vice versa, back and forth, back and forth, the incestuousness of it all has now rose to the top to where we now see the swamp and how deep and how dirty and how disgusting 
and what they're willing to do, kill, mm-hmm. lie, cheat, and steal to, to maintain, keep their power. The status quo, we got we got Joe Biden. That that is keeping the status quo. I just I just don't know where the truth. I mean, I know where the truth is. The truth, the truth is out there right in right in front of our faces. We just have there's too much money in 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 lies, though. There's too much money in lies on both sides. So I mean. I just, I just wish the American people would just, would just get themselves together because there's too many lazy thinkers. That, well, no, they don't even think. There's too many lazy non-thinkers out there that have been sucking on the government's teeth for a couple of decades, and it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's not, it's not just the left. It's been a lot. They've been, they've been letting it. If if you look at some of these posts that some of these people on the right put out, they're asking for government to come in and take over different things too. You're like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be for limiting the government, but you're asking the government to come in and take over stuff too. You know, no. Now, now, when it comes to something like Section 230, the government put that in place. Yeah, well, the government needs to take it out of place. But uh, we shouldn't be asking the government to take over anything. To, um, on our side, because that we, we believe in limited government. So, um, again, you know, lie, lie, I mean, there's just too many lies out here. Uh, what's the old saying? Uh, a lie goes around the world before the truth has a chance to put his pants on. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say my thing. Oh, well, maybe next time. What's your thing, sweetie? What's your, what's your saying? Don't your trust thing? anybody except for your mother, and your father doesn't even trust her. I don't like that. So, um, <laughs> oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. You don't have to like it. It's a good one. That and Jen Saki is a sack of potato. That's my only two sayings I have. You know what? Before before we go, because uh, we're going to cut it short. Who's your favorite president? Besides Trump? Leah. Besides no, Trump? No, 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 no. There is no besides. Who is your favorite president? I like Trump. That's your favorite? I would say so. Mm-hmm. Right. Calvin Coolidge. Coolidge. Okay. No, it's Trump. It's got to be Trump. <laughs> He's the man of the people. Oh, okay. He's the only non-government official elected. He is the only person ever. Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. Calm down. No, it's it's got to be Trump. He's okay. one of us. My favorite used to be Dwight D. Eisenhower, because of what <laughs> Dwight Lee D. and I both made the face. <laughs> because because Dwight D. Eisenhower did things that Kennedy got responsibility for. Dwight D. Eisenhower was the first president that integrated a school for okay. um, for um, Black Americans. He sent down the National Guard so that uh, uh, the Arkansas kids could go to school college um he also supported civil rights him and his vice president lincoln not lincoln uh nixon supported civil rights when senators johnson and kennedy did not Mm. um eisenhower used to do a whole lot of things however even though 
the next name that I'm getting ready to give you uh, was known as the Antichrist when I was growing up. <laughs> a bone. I can't. I'm going to play something for you that I was listening to earlier this weekend. I'm going to play something for you. I can do it now. And um, I got to say, <laughs> Ronald Reagan is a man, is a bad boy. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. 
back when Democrats actually liked America. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't Democrats, care what you say. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. He's my favorite. I mean, he could drop it. He could drop it like he's my favorite. He's he was an actor favorite. beforehand, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But he can. He knows how to woo crowd. And he was head of the not Sorry, the uh, not the film actors guild. It was <laughs> it wasn't the film actors. He was head of SAG, and then um, also um, he was the last Republican to win California. Oh yeah, head of uh, uh, twice. <laughs> Twice, right? The last one, Arnold doesn't count again. Arnold doesn't count. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. For president, for president. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For president, he was the only. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think that. Um. Well, no, no, no. Wait, did Herbert Walker? Yeah, Texas. Did Herbert Walker win California? Oh no, 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 no. Okay. Last one okay. in California was yeah, Reagan. Was yeah. Reagan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, boy. That's we had a different America then. It's it's oh yeah, totally. We wanted America both sides, no, both, sides, both sides wanted America to win. They mm -hmm. just had two different ideologies on how to get there. Now, mm -hmm. now we've got a, a, a an entire party that doesn't want America first. No, they want China. Well, actually, actually, what you have. If you really want the truth, and I'm going to always give you the truth because that's what Muhammad Ali would do. So I'm going to do it for you right now. You, you have both sides that are radical, and you have us that are in the middle. You have radical on both sides, ladies and gentlemen. Rat, you do. You have and they're too old. We've got too many old people. Yeah. It's gross. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, I look at them and I think, please don't let me ever turn 80. Well, Wayne, 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 why do you say the radicals? Because you can't tell them anything different. Mm -hmm. You try to tell somebody on, on the left, we need to work together. I ain't working with them. I ain't working with them because they can't do this and whatnot. Okay, well, you tell the radicals on the right. Nope, nope, nope. I ain't I ain't working with them. They'll never, they'll never um, um cross over to what I believe. You can't run a country like that, y'all. You can't. They'll self-destruct yeah. themselves. That's what's going to happen. They're going to self-destruct themselves. Remember how I told you before? It don't, you can only deal with so much evil in this country and so much corruption to where it actually just pops. Did you hear? We're real close. Did you hear what happened to TPUSA? Uh-oh. <laughs> Anybody in the chat? Have y'all been looking at some of the the the... the Tweets on TPUSA. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can have our um, my little niece on in the next, uh, maybe sometime next week. She's calling out TPUSA, Brian. Well, I mean, she got, she got um, sexually assaulted at um, by one of their ambassadors, and it was swept under the rug. Hmm. And then six. Do we know the name? I mean, is it? She is didn't it put out the name. She didn't put out the name, but then six or seven more people wow. have said that they have been sexually assaulted also. Well, those, those at the uh, Lincoln Project, apparently they've got an abuser over there too. They're all abusers. That entire Lincoln Project was probably just a mirage to do exactly what they were doing behind the, the scenes. Abused boys and children mm -hmm. and kids. Yeah. Um, 
you know, when it comes to money and power, uh, you, you know, unless you've got a moral compass with the likes that you don't see much anymore, yeah. uh, it, it will corrupt. And I'll tell you, I'm a poker player and I watched George Conway get on, what was it, CNN, MSNBC, and talk about how I only knew that guy for, you know, I've only talked to him twice. And, you know, he, yeah, I know he was in charge of the Lincoln Project, but I've only talked to him twice. He's looking down to the left. He pretends <laughs> to cry at the end. I was like, you liar. You're up to something. You're up to something. He needs investigated. George Conway needs investigated. Get that. I'm telling you, he needs investigated. Something isn't right. He Especially if his daughter is a little screwed up too. Yeah, He's she doing is. something to somebody. Yeah, she is. He needs, he needs investigated just to be sure. But he couldn't even respond, or he wouldn't respond mm -mm. to the question of this uh this um this guy from the Lincoln Project, which is John Weaver. Mm -hmm. 21. 21. And I ain't talking about age 21. No, 21 people. As young as 12, 14. 14, grooming, setting them up, promises, you do this for me sexually, favors, and I promise to help you out, and this and that, and everything else. What is And Deborah, enough with the attitude. I'm saying there needs to be term limits, Mrs. Deborah YL, or however you say your name. I'm just saying there needs to be term limits. Sorry, having a little. But yes, you're correct. George Conway needs, he needs investigated. They all do at this point. Right? I mean, if you're in a group, you know, Jennifer Aniston actually donated to that campaign. Of course she did. Of course. Uh -huh. Yeah. Of course. So, I mean, do you cancel Jennifer Aniston now? Does she have to come out? Does she get investigated? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. And when I said about old people, I can't stand how old they are. It's because I'm saying they need term <laughs> limits. It's disgusting that you can be 80 years old up there, half, half dementia, and there's no term limits. What was it? Uh, Robert Byrd was 98? No, it's when disgusting. He, I think he was 98 when he died on the as a, uh, up there in Congress. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not making care. fun of their looks. I'm making fun of it that they shouldn't be that old and still in. She didn't say nothing about pruny skin. No. For goodness sake. No. I mean, yeah. Lo loosen up. <laughs> loosen up. We got the, we got the, um, the, we got the trouble starter, Big Paul Wayne. Are you concerned for your brand getting involved? What What's he mean? I don't know. Involved in what? Saying something about TP USA about um, Olivia, a friend of uh, mine. Well, that's not really your. A friend of mine. No, no, no. I'm no, no. I mean, she. I mean, I'm supporting. I'm supporting a friend. So, Big Paul is. Um, Big Paul is doing his thing. That's all. Um, mm. All right. All right. Um, but that's it. Y'all got any last words, last comments for today? Robert Bird was 92. My last yeah, comment. He was old. Yeah, my last comment. I'm, I'm quite disturbed by some of you youths out there on the TikToks and whatnot. And during the COVID, y'all found a new way to make money, but it's not a new way. Mm -hmm. it, 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 pr prostitution by another name is still the same. And because it rhymes, it's right, though. But I'm serious. I'll call y'all out. I'm very disturbed. Some of you young ladies out there in, the, in, in 18, 19, 20, whatever, because you think that you're going to get money and you're safe inside your room on the laptop showing some skin and you sign up for whatnot prostitution about it it's still the same you're still doing it get some morals 
moral compass. Otherwise, you wind up paying for that because you get the money. You're going to wind up paying for that psychologically down the road. Mm -hmm. No good. My message, term limits. Again, Deborah Rell, I'll, I'll say it again. I look at these people that are 80 years old and they're so evil and they're just they're, they're just so full of just evil ties to money. Yeah, I would never want to be 80 years old and to be like that. So I pity Nancy Pelosi for the evils that have overcome her and, and Chuck Schumer and all of them. So yeah, I still stand by my word. We need term limits. If you want to fight hard for something, start fighting for term limits. We have to have them. That is the only way I believe that this country can be saved. Maxine Waters was born in 1938. I mean, come on, you guys. Listen to this. Listen. I mean, come on. This is sad. Term limits. Call your locals. Do whatever you got to do. I wasn't, I, I wasn't going to say anything more about it, but I, I said his big paw. I really don't know what you're going through, man. I really don't know what you're going through, really. I mean... I see your anger at a whole lot of people and and uh I don't know how to talk to you anymore actually. But you're saying let law enforcement take care. I think I mean this is a friend of mine and I can say whatever I want to, homie. I can say whatever I want to. And um I'm talking about the TP USA yes. issue. Uh number one, I don't like TP USA in the first place. But uh, I can say whatever I want to say, especially if it's a friend of mine. If 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 somebody did something to a friend of mine on this panel, I would say what I wanted to say. That's that's my right. Well, you have a level of trust with her that if she came out and told you that, hey, you're not gonna believe what just happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she she put it out there. She put she put more than a lot of stuff out there. And if we were to just wait for law enforcement to do to answer our, I mean, Big Paul, you said a whole lot of stuff. You said a whole lot of stuff against a whole lot of people on Twitter. Shouldn't you wait for things to play out? Shouldn't you wait for people to come in and 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 clear things up? Shouldn't you wait or should shouldn't you try to talk to individuals? Yeah, I'm calling you out because. You're gonna say stuff like that. I watch you, man. I watch you. Oops. I watch you. I don't say any. I mean, I don't agree with a whole. I mean, and you probably don't agree with everything that you that I say, and which is fine. I don't agree with everything that you say on social media, but guess what? You have a right to say it. So I, I don't, I don't subtweet you and say, well, shouldn't you wait on somebody? Shouldn't you talk to? Uh, that uh, serious XM host behind the scenes and see what she has to say instead of you attacking her publicly? I don't say anything about that. Come on now. Come on. Come on. All right. Um, yes. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Where's my... There, there it is. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you, Ruiz. Thank you. Um, coming up in a couple of weeks, we're going to Orlando. We're going to Orlando and we are going to be on Radio Row. I haven't been on Radio Row for a couple of years now. I've been doing the, the on the blogger side, but um, this year we're doing Radio Row and we're going to be broadcasting from Radio Row. So we're going to be interviewing a whole lot of people on the ground. 
We're going to be interviewing a whole lot of people about what's going on on CPAC and uh, uh, usually candidates come out too around this time for 20, I mean, for the next election. So we're going to see where that goes. And then um, got a little speaker role that I'm honored. I don't know. I mean, it'll probably be in a breakout session or whatnot, but we'll, we'll see where that goes. And I mean, I would love to be on the main stage. So. I'd love to be on the main stage. <laughs> I think you but, are. Uh, let's see. Let's see, Wayne. Let's see, Wayne. I know Trump has had you at the president's meetings and stuff before. His or Biden asked you. Yeah, but I mean, believe me, Biden would never ask me to the White House. Biden would never ask me to the White House, but that's okay. That's all right. I doubt you'll ever see Biden put together an ensemble of um, passionate black Americans that are passionate about America to the white house. Yeah. And that's sad. You know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see him reaching out for to, to bring BLM to the white house. No, <laughs> he will. Oh boy. He will. Sooner or later. Especially when they win the Nobel. Oh yeah. Then they'll definitely be there. Peace, peace prize. How I rock. <laughs> Say, uh, are all of y'all going to Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got tickets, hotel room, everything. 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 All done been bought. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is because many of you have been, I, well, actually, actually, we, we still need some help, though. And the reason why I say is that we needed some help is because we put forth the money already. We are we did this back in November, December, yeah, November, December. Yeah, yeah. When we found out about it, so I mean, if um, if you could become a Patreon member, join Patreon, join join us at Patreon. I love we the audience today. We love you. You guys should be on TV. Like the compliments are just. Flowing hard today. Love the audience today. You can go to patreon.com forward slash WD show. Any audience member, it's not just few, you all can go there and you can donate. Even if it's just $5 a month, 10, 20, 50, you can also customize it. You can change it. So maybe two months you want to do $20 each and then closer to the summer because you have vacations coming up, you want to take it down to 10. You can do that. It's not a big deal. You can also do a yearly contribution as well, but at least check it out. Go to patreon.com forward slash WD show at some point today and just check it out. And remember, everything comes back six fold to you, right? Six times. Uh, and I, I truly believe that anytime I try to do something on the goodness of my heart, I always notice like when a week later, something amazing always happens and I don't even want it. I don't expect it to, but every single time it all karma is real. The universe doesn't know any difference. So you do something good for someone else. You're going to get it back. I believe that. So check it out today. Thanks, Julie. Julie says you're the only team I give money to. We love oh, you, Julie. God bless you. Yeah, Julie's great. One of my faves. All right. With that said, um, let's see. We are getting ready to roll out of here. We will be back tomorrow at 12 noon. Um, check us out. Uh, Leah, let people know how they can follow you on social media real quick. Well, I mean, see, I'm, I'm real. I'm real, like, just 
with social media right now, I hate Twitter. I'll be honest with you, but I'm okay, on yeah, there. Yeah. I'm on there, but I don't do much because I'm trying to get away from that, waiting for Parlor to open back up because that's where I've got most of my following. But you can follow me at Leah Bella Bella. I don't actually, it was a good point that Robin, I think, brought up or somebody asked me if I have a Facebook account. Um, I do not have a Facebook account set up with me and my and, and with the show. I maybe should do that. I don't know. But um, yeah, so that's how you can follow me. Am I on Telegram? Yeah. I think just check out Leah Bella. BB? Yeah, well, you know, um, I'm on D Live. I'm, 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 I'm everywhere except uh, the Twitter sphere. For whatever reason, Twitter just doesn't like uh, the preaching of the good word. Uh, yeah, you can find us over there on Telegram. Um, I'm pretty active with our, our, um, our older group, Smith TV, S-M-Y-T-H-T-V. Um, you, I've opened that up so people can make comments as well. Um, but then Telegram with, with uh, Wayne Dupree is huge. Mm-hmm. There's thousands, I think, at least hundreds of people, if not thousands. So, over, yeah. we, just, we just went over 5,000, um, and we're doing it grassroots. We, are, we haven't bought any subscribers like other people are doing. Crazy. I would never do that. Yeah, I think that's such that's such loserish, isn't it? So glad to see that Terry Bowman is that that he follows us because he's uh you know kind of in the middle there. And I actually got a text message from someone else named Byron who says he now calls himself bipartisan Byron because he started watching our show (laughs) before he was like full Democrat. Now he's like, hey, wait a minute, you guys have some good points there. He said he's bipartisan. Bipartisan Byron. Uh huh. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. All right. Well, that's it. We will be back tomorrow. Y'all have a great evening. Um, if there's We're anything, snowed in. yeah, if there's anything super important, we will be back on it. But um here's another like little segment going out of a great man. A great <laughs> Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. And they say if we'll only avoid any direct confrontation with the enemy, he'll forget his evil ways and learn to love us. All who oppose them are indicted as warmongers. They say we offer simple answers to complex problems. Well, perhaps there is a simple answer. Not an easy answer, but simple. If you and I have the courage to tell our elected officials that we want our national policy based on what we know in our hearts is morally right, we cannot buy our security, our freedom from the threat of the bomb by committing an immorality so great as saying to a billion human beings now enslaved behind the Iron Curtain, give up your dreams of freedom because to save our own skins, we're willing to make a deal with your slave masters. Alexander Hamilton said a nation which can prefer disgrace to danger is prepared for a master and deserves one. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. 
And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.